Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited for this message today. Um, It is almost 2021. How crazy is that? So if this is your first time listening, I am a self-love and empowerment coach, like we could be able to do anything. Um, But it's really hard to do things when we have anxiety or stressed out or feeling depressed or not having motivation to do anything. Um, And so I just wanted to walk you guys through a process that I'm doing with myself, okay? 2020 has been kind of crazy, and there's been a lot of different things that have been building up. And when I was thinking about, okay, I want to sit down and do a reflection for this past year and, and really make sure that I am growing from the experiences that I've had rather than sweeping them under the rug to avoid any pain. And I was thinking about like why we make changes. We make changes to avoid pain or to move towards pleasure when we're making like decided changes. Oftentimes though, most changes are external, right? They're happening around us and we are responding to them. Um, But when we are making internal changes, a decision to make a change for ourselves, it's really hard to make changes when something is not broken. But we've all, I'm going to assume that we've all been there to a point where we are ignoring something and we ignore it and ignore it and ignore it and ignore it. And then it becomes too great of a pain to ignore anymore. And so we are put over to the point of making a change. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like for me, that was definitely a relationship that I had in 2014 where it was manipulative. But in the moment, I just remember thinking, this is just so difficult. Like, ah, but I don't want to lose him. And what if I don't find anyone else? And, ah, but my compassion was like overloaded. It was exceeded. It was, it was an unhealthy boundary of compassion because in my mind, I'm like, I know you just did this terrible thing to me, but I really see you and I understand you. So I understand why you did it. So I was allowing it to happen over and over, which is hundred percent on me, you know, but I was putting up with it. Um, but it got so bad that I made a change to avoid that pain and to move towards the pleasure of something better. The idea of, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. Like it reached a threshold of someone treating me worse than I treated myself. And the moment someone treats us worse than we treat ourselves, that's the point when we walk away, when we're like, okay, I'm not going to deal with this pain anymore. Um, Which is why, you know, I focus a lot around self-love and around our personal relationship with ourself and how we lead ourselves, how we love ourselves. Because when we are feeding that part of us of and being aware of those things everything else everything else benefits it's almost like there's like this analogy of rising water lifts all ships and so like imagine if like the ocean water would start to rise all ships would be lifted it's not like one ship would be lifted and the other one wouldn't like the water lifts all the boats together and so think of like your self-love and the relationship you have with yourself when that improves it lifts everything else in your life with it and so the more love that we have towards ourselves and towards our experiences and like what we believe about ourselves because of how we perceive and see those experiences shapes us it shapes how we show up to our relationships how we show up to our job how we follow through how we respond to confidence how we are talking to ourselves without even realizing it in our own mind and so the podcast that I want to share with you today is about finding that silver lining and finding the things that we have 
experience that have caused a lot of pain and growing from them. Okay. And this is a journal practice. This is a, this is something that I'm doing with myself of like, okay, I realized there's a lot of traumatic things that happened this year. And there was a large part of 2020 that I was in a trauma response. And I was in this feeling of fight or flight, this feeling of survival. And I didn't recognize that I was in it for a while until it was like, oh my gosh, I've been feeling unsettled and on edge for so long and I wasn't allowing myself to relax. And so that's why for med- meditation for me is kind of like the cornerstone of my self-care, of my personal well-being. It's the it's the catalyst. It's the it's the thing that lifts all ships. <laughs> like if we use that analogy again. It is it is it grounds me, it centers me. And so if I'm not meditating and I got off my practice for so long, it's almost like if you've ever tried to meditate hungover, it's just not happening. It's not going to work. And I was feeling so out of alignment and stressed and like, but I didn't have logical reasons to be stressed in those moments. And I was starting to realize that it was a lot of past things that had accumulated that I'd kind of disassociated from. And I think that this is something a lot of people would resonate with. And that's why I'm recording it. And I wanted to share this with you because if you're listening to this, you're my kind of people, you're empathetic, you're loving and you know, how emotional, right? Very emotional based. And so the cool thing about being emotionally based is how we emotionally feel about different things when we are excited about something, there's no such thing as needing motivation. It's like, it's just carrying us. Like we are just floating downstream, right? If you've ever been excited about doing something, you can't think of anything else, but it, and you want to go all in with it. Um, you know, and whenever we're in a trauma response or whenever we are stressed out or we have given our power away by caring too much what other people are thinking or criticisms from other people, or we're just like being an open door of allowing people's opinions to come in because I think that there is ways to be able to like close it off or to like (laughs) not be available for self-criticism or from criticism from other people not being available to it you know cutting it off learning how to shut it down learning how to redirect the conversation um but what I'm getting to is is we want to take a look at the experiences in our life this year that have been really difficult and it's like we want to shine a light on them Because if they're just sitting there in the dark, then they seem very scary. And it's like, oh my God, you know, like the monster in the dark. And it actually is a natural response to avoid it, right? Because our brain wants to avoid pain and move towards pleasure. And so our ego, the part of us that wants to protect us and keep us safe is like, ooh, I spy a possible emotional threat. I'm going to shut it down. So that's why it's like, it's strengthening this muscle. It's like using our emotional intelligence to be like, wait a minute, I think there might be something there. And so for me, I I made a list of the top five, you know, most difficult or challenging or heartbreaking or just like fucking awful times over 2020, right? Because I think a lot of times in personal development, we are taught to focus on what we're grateful for. And that's important. But there's also other layers. You know, if we have stored anger in the body that we didn't give ourselves permission to express, then that's stored in the body. If we are pissed off at certain people and we haven't walked ourselves through our own personal, um, forgiveness processes of of energetically forgiving those people, then we still have not to resentment inside of our body. Um, you know, if we haven't gone through of, of grieving things that we have lost or things that have been taken away or people that have passed, then there are knots 
energetic knots inside the body that is not allowing our energy to flow. It's what makes things feel hard and stuck and icky. And like, it's what makes us want to drink or eat or smoke or do things to avoid how we're feeling because the pain is so great. But the logical mind is like, yeah, but I don't really know what's going on. It's easier to numb or disassociate. And so this is the process that I've been putting myself through to make sure that I'm feeling it and growing from it. So this is not creating knots of resentment or knots of anger. Like, and it's kind of this thing of like, I'm not really sure what's going to come up, but I made a list of the five worst things of 2020. 20. That was pretty darn easy, you know? And so <laughs> it's, we know the things that we don't want and we don't like. It's very glaring in our mind. And so put it down on paper. When we put it on paper, there's a release that happens. And so I'm going to walk you through this process of finding the silver lining, of learning how to extract the lessons and things that we're grateful for. So step one, you're going to make a list of the top five things that were the worst part of 2020. Um, Things that were letdowns, maybe you lost a job, maybe you lost a friend, maybe you lost a relationship, maybe someone passed away, maybe things ended, maybe you got sick, maybe you started smoking, maybe you started drinking too much, maybe you had a bad experience at the hospital, maybe, you know, maybe someone said something mean to you and it just has stuck with you ever since. Like, whatever it might be, it's not too little, it's not too big. Give yourself permission to just write out the first five things that come to mind. Do not overthink this. This is not a test. You, uh, We, we want to remove the judgment and the filters and the, the, the hesitations in this, okay? So just write it out, okay? And then what we're going to do is we're going to choose that first one and you're going to write, like, release the anger. You're going to, what happened why did it hurt you? What what about it like pisses you off, you know? And just kind of giving yourself a moment to vent with yourself. Letting yourself go there and feel it. Like it is cathartic. Cathartic catharsis is when you are like taking it and releasing it. You're there's a purging of like bleh, letting it out. And since we are very emotionally based, we need to connect with the emotions and go there versus not going there. You know, um so why did it hurt? Releasing it, writing it all down. Let yourself just free write with this, you know, like, and then what you're going to do is the third thing is what you've learned because of that experience, you know, because that happened, what did you learn? Now having, almost about to have that 2020 hindsight, <laughs> now being able to look back at this year. What did you learn as a result of that experience happening? And this is where we get to feel that oomph, that little step up of like, what did I learn because of this? Like, okay, I did learn this actually. And taking a, it's like reclaiming um, your dignity, reclaiming your sovereignty, reclaiming that you're doing great. This year's been hard. It's okay if you're not in the same place that you were last year, but we get to look at it and we get to make one decision at a time. One day we get to be, you know, like day by day, we have the opportunity to say yes to what we know is good for us and to say no to the things that are not good for us, right? But if we can start to unpack some of these traumatic experiences or some of these things that have really upset us and find the things that we're grateful for, we don't feel as burned, right? Because you're going to be able to, it's like looking at the flip side of the coin. We can look at these shitty experiences and be like, yeah, that sucks. Let's not talk about it. Or, okay, yeah, that happened. And I'm glad it did. 
because this has happened. Because the whole point is being like Sherlock Holmes and finding the silver lining. What am I grateful for because of this? And most of the time we can't say it in the moment because it is, you know, we're in a state of anger or a state of sadness or a state of grief or a state of disassociation where we don't feel anything at all, you know? So this is why it's powerful to do looking back at this whole year, right? Taking a moment to look back and then it's it's looking at how can I forgive myself for this? Like, Kelsey, I forgive you for not knowing blah, 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 blah. Like, and, and giving yourself a moment of encouragement. It's literally a moment in your journal for you to be mama bear to yourself. So step one, writing out the top five worst experiences that's happened in 2020. We're going there. Step two, taking a moment with each one of those top five things in your journal to free write. What happened? Why did it hurt you? Um you know, almost like letting it all out so we can prep to let it go. Okay. And then what are things that you learned? And step three, what are things that you've learned because of it? Right. We're finding the silver lining, like, because that happened, who are you today? Right. What do you know now that you didn't know then? Um, and maybe it's like, I learned that I'm resilient because I'm still here. You know, maybe it's, I learned that I am really good in an emergency, Maybe it's, I learned to like trust the process because it actually worked out better than I had planned. You know, maybe it's taught me, like for some of the things, like it's shown me that I really do want to have a relationship, right? And so not having one gave me the awareness that I, I, I'm ready for one and I do and I'm open to that and I'm signaling to God, to the universe, like, hey, I'm, I'm available to that. I'm open to that, you know, and that feels really good. It feels exciting to be able to, realize that because of the pain of not having it and so this is why it is kind of important to remember that the things that bring us pain is also showing us what we want and so this is where we start to redirect it um so yeah this is and then there's a forgiveness process like i recommend it's called ojo pono pono and it's thank you i love you i forgive you will you forgive me and this is a powerful prayer of forgiving yourself forgiving other people forgiving your past self you know um but this is not about picking up the phone and calling anyone this is about energetically and emotionally forgiving that person and that experience but this doesn't mean you're reconnecting with people if they're no longer in your life, you know, but if they are someone in your life, maybe you can, but this is about you and your relationship with that memory, right? It's all a story and they have a version, you have a version. And what matters is how you feel within that version. If you feel disempowered, then we get to go back and we get to forgive ourselves. You get to forgive yourself for not knowing then what you know now, Right. And you get to decide who you want to be because of it, who you've become because of it, right? And, and you know, the, the, there's no good, bad, wrong, or right. You know, because legit, the reason why I realized, ooh, I need to do some forgiveness work. I need, to, I need to sit down and, like, really unpack some of the things that are bothering me. Because when I first thought about doing a reflection on 2020, where my mind went, you guys, was, how did it get so bad? <laughs> How did it get so bad? How did it just continue to go downhill? Like what the F happened? And I was like, wow, that if that was my initial thought, 
like I, I, I had a backseat moment. I call it a backseat moment. If we're going to take a moment to be in the backseat of our mind and look at everything objectively as an overview, as best as we can, right? It's still within our mind, so it's biased. But I just thought, wow, if that's the first thought that came to my mind, that's a very doom and gloom. That goes to show like I don't, there's a part of me that really doesn't feel proud of myself if I feel like it's gotten worse and worse because I was comparing myself to how I felt last year, the memory of how I felt last year, feeling like, oh, I'm not doing as good anymore. Oh, I'm not taking care of myself. Oh my gosh, I've messed up my adrenal system, my nervous system, blah, blah, blah. It's like information overload because now that I know it, I can't unlearn it. You know what I mean? And so this is good though because how bad we feel is a signal to how out of alignment we are and how good is available to feel if that makes sense like our inner our inner being like doesn't resonate with feelings of defeat or pity and that's what I noticed that's what I realized I was feeling self-pity and so if you ever find yourself depressed not knowing what like check yourself if you're like am I having a pity party right now am I feeling bad for myself like I legit was like oh I feel bad for myself why am I and it's not like I feel bad for myself was what was going through my mind it's more of a reflection if I look back if I'm being really super fucking honest I was like oh I was throwing a pity party I was laying around eating watching Netflix, drinking, eating edibles, <laughs> feeling bad for myself. And that sucks. That's not empowering at all. That's totally disempowering. But once I started to realize it, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go zero to a hundred because I can't, even if I wanted to, right? A train can't go zero to a hundred. It has to gradually pick up speed. So it's kind of that thing of like, what's one thing I can do for myself today? How can I take care of myself today better than I did yesterday? And for me, it always starts in the morning. It starts in the morning. When I wake up, if I wake up with my alarm clock and I press snooze, I don't feel as proud as if I get up and I'm like, no, alarm goes off, get up, right? So that's the first one of the day, getting up without snoozing the alarm. If you guys have been listening to my podcast for a while, you're like, yeah, I know this, right? Because I've talked about this. And then after I snooze my alarm, not picking up my phone after. This is huge. Not picking up the phone, not like going straight into the gram, not checking text messages, not letting that precious, delicate morning time that my subconscious is fully awake and so easily programmed. If you are falling asleep to scrolling on the phone, you are programming yourself to the world of social media, all the subliminal messages or audios or things that you're hearing while you're going in and out of sleep. Oh my God. Like, so I'm super protective of that morning time. And I started to like, and if I'm ever just scrolling all the time in the mornings and the nights, most likely I'm not feeling well mentally, emotionally, spiritually either because I'm trying to escape and I don't realize I'm doing it in the moment, right? This is all like being able to look back and realize, Oh, interesting. I was doing that because in the moment of it, it's like, the ego's response to self-protection of like fight or flight, shutting down, like just numbing out. That's really what it was, numbing out. And I know that like going through this forgiveness practice of writing down these top five things that have caused different emotional traumatic experiences or physical traumatic experiences, it starts to untie some of those energetic knots that are keeping energy from flowing, you know, and so, A, forgive yourself for not knowing 
what you didn't know. You didn't know then what you know now, right? I think everyone can look back this year and think of like things we wish you would have done differently or things that we wish other people would have done differently or just wishing that it wasn't the way that it is. And whenever we are in opposition to what is, we are choosing suffering. Like pain is going to happen, but the suffering comes when we are in opposition to what is the reality. If we're saying things like it shouldn't be like this, or he shouldn't have said that, or this shouldn't be this way, or I was supposed to be doing this, or this was supposed to be different. You know, whenever we are saying those things, we're signaling to the universe, like I'm at war with you because it shouldn't be this way because I think I should, it should have gone differently. And versus finding the peace and acceptance in it of like, this is how it is. This is what it is. So how do I want to go from here? You know, um, also the Ojo Pono Pono. I know I kind of talked about that and I'm coming back to it. The Ojo Pono Pono, it's a Hawaiian release meditation, Hawaiian forgiveness meditation. I'm going to put a link below that you guys could be able to do a free download and be able to access it. And it is a, um, a meditation of forgiveness of imagining the different people or maybe it's you of whoever you want to forgive you imagine them coming out into a stage and you look at them and you tell them thank you i love you i forgive you will you forgive me no matter who it is forgiveness needs to go both ways because remember this is an energetic like this is the memory um forgiveness needs to go both ways because sometimes it's like will you forgive me for putting up with it will you forgive me for not walking away sooner will you forgive me for not saying something quicker will you forgive me from the part that i played right there needs to be both ways and this is really powerful when we are imagining ourselves and bringing ourselves out and then bringing out anyone else that was a part of the experience and uh, you visualize cutting the cord right and you can even visualize this on your own if you'd like of put on some meditation music or you can download the Oho Pono Pono meditation below and just imagining your heart being tied with the energetic string to that person and being able to cut it being able to free yourself and free them freeing yourself from that memory and you can be able to go through that same you know the same set of questions of like you know why did this hurt what have I learned because of it what am I grateful for that I've learned because of this awful experience right and when we find the thing that we are grateful for the thing that we learned we instantly have a win it signals to the mind heart body spirit that we have found a uplifting empowering reason and purpose for that experience and it's not the finite ultimate but it's a reason it's a purpose that that shitty experience played in your growth, in your evolution, in your expansion. And life is a roller coaster and we have seasons and we have changes. You got to trust that if you're somewhere that you don't want to be, that it's temporary because change is inevitable. Change keeps us on our toes. Change keeps us open-minded. Change helps guarantee the ending of something hard because it also signals Things have to begin, things have to end, things have to begin, things have to end. Things are always changing, right? So trust yourself, trust your journey, and let it start in the mornings. Not looking at your phone, not scrolling. 
I try to do the first 25 minutes. First 25 minutes of the day, not scrolling, doing anything else. Making a cup of coffee. Ideally, opening up my journal. Making my bed. Just kind of tidying things up. Brushing my teeth, washing my face. So if I need to take a shower. Anything but scrolling through my phone. Allowing myself to set intentions for my day and decide who I am before I am like overstimulated from messages of who I think I should be based off the message I'm receiving on social media. You know what I mean? And so the boundaries that you set with social media is crucial. And I have been so like wishy-washy with them lately but I've been now that I've realized that I was wishy-washy I'm like oh okay I get to have some awareness on that right and so notice the self-talk we don't want to self-deprecate and be like oh you stupid or oh why are you doing that or oh it's like okay I've noticed I've been doing that why have I been doing that what have I been avoiding feeling you know and just setting times and agreements with yourself and once you notice it then adjust it like Recently, I was like, it took me four days to finally wake up without snoozing my alarm. Four days. So we got to get better at starting things and being okay with starting and going and starting and going and not like giving up on it, right? Because there is gradual improvements. We take gradual improvements. We make small shifts and over time it compounds and creates this beautiful big change. But in the moment of it, sometimes we can have things that's like a quantum leap where it feels like we are completely different and changed. And in, in there, like I've had that experience through like breath work and through hypnosis and meditation or through dance, um, But majority of the time, it isn't this beautiful, explosive transformation. Majority of the time, it's those small, minuscule moments of showing up for ourselves, of drinking a cup of water versus going for another cup of coffee, for drinking, like for not, for me lately, I've been thinking about not over smoking with weed and not overeating, not like binge watching too much TV, but there's a balance for me of am I avoiding or am I just enjoying, right? Because I get to sit and enjoy my holiday season with my family. Like this is why I work for myself. But then I also get to hold the responsibilities of showing up for myself and taking care of myself. And I've really been humbled like back to taking care of myself, like realizing like, whoa, this year rocked me. And I can choose to beat myself up for feeling like I failed myself or ruminate or catastrophize or make it bigger than it is. Or I can just notice like, okay, it rocked me and these are some of the experiences. And so that's why I'm going to be writing these out, right? And this is the whole process that I've been talking about and sharing with you. But what did I learn from it? Who am I now because of it? And am I willing to shine the light and see myself through a lens of love and self-worth and joy and potential and hard work and love. You know, like we got to make a conscious decision to, to see ourselves through that lens and notice how we are talking to ourselves on a day-to-day basis. Giving yourself love, giving your body love, noticing if, when a critique starts to come up, being like, no, I'm sorry, I don't... I, I, 
I, I don't really mean that, right? You know, like kind of, a, and it's not beating yourself up when it happens. It's noticing when you're doing it and starting to course correct it, okay? So I hope you guys like this episode of Joyfully You Podcast. It is almost 2021, which is crazy. If you guys are listening to this, it's timestamp so you know what's going on in life at this time. Um, I'm actually about to be going to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico with my whole family. We're going for New Year's. I'm so excited for the times that we're going to have there. Um, we're going to go snorkeling and we rented an Airbnb and, you know, even having a year that's been so wild and crazy and like travel is obviously not, uh, it's advised against. Um, we're still going to go live our life. It's still worth the risk for us especially for someone like me who like really needs warmth and sunshine and it's really taken a toll on my mental and emotional health being somewhere that's really cold and it's California so maybe it's not really cold for some of you guys around the world but for me it's really cold (laughs) um And so another thing too, Glow Self Love Mastermind is open and there's another group that is starting this January 2021. Um, And so if you liked today's episode, this is an exact example of the type of work that we do in Glow Self Love Mastermind. It is how to achieve your goals with spiritual alignment, but how to peel back the different layers of who you really are, what you stand for, and doing it with a group of women that are empathetic and loving and ambitious, just like you. You know, a lot of the women in this past group, you know, they finally started their side business or they didn't even know they wanted to do something, but an opportunity came about because they told the universe they wanted to make more money and it responded. And so it's learning to have this fluidity with trusting the process, trusting the unknown, showing up for yourself and allowing your confidence to come through of who you really are um, and that process of peeling those layers back. And so it's beautiful, transformative process, but I don't really believe in that overnight thing of like this one thing will change your whole life, you know, overnight. I don't believe in it at all because I I believe in like long sustainable growth that creates lifestyle changes. And so over the six months, well, and that's why it's six month process, right? Over that six months, we start integrating meditation and journaling into a daily practice, into a lifestyle. So it's something that you can carry with you. And so if you're interested in joining that, that is open. And so there'll be two links below, one link for you to download your free um, forgiveness meditation. And the second link is to schedule a free clarity call. If Glow Self Love Mastermind sounds like something you'd be interested in, I'd love to connect with you and see um, if it would be a fit and also just connect with you and offer any guidance and creating clarity for what it is that you want in 2021. Um, and things that you're ready to let go of. You know, when I was telling you about journaling about the things that, you know, the anger release step of writing out why it hurt and, you know, things that was really painful about it, you can even turn that into like a mini fire ceremony where you go in the backyard and you take those pages of, of just mind dumping the things that really hurt and burning them and signaling to the universe that you are letting it go, that you have pulled and extracted out the silver lining and the lesson, the nugget of wisdom that you needed from that experience and the pain you are now ready to let go. Um, That would be a beautiful thing too. 
So that, that, that is information about Glow Self-Love Mastermind and the conclusion of our podcast episode together today. So sending you so much love and I look forward to connecting with you guys and I hope you enjoy the forgiveness meditation. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, Kelsey Low Show. Maybe take a screenshot of the podcast and post it to your stories and tag me. I always like meeting people and connecting with you guys on there. Um, but you have, if you guys have any questions about the forgiveness meditation or anything at all, reach out. I'm always hanging out on the gram and I love meeting people that are like-minded, you know, that's the sisterhood. That's like a big part of GLOW. Mastermind is the sisterhood, the community, the support. We need it. After 2020, I think we can all say like being alone sucks. (laughs) And so if you are on that self-love journey and you want to do it with other women and with me on your team, I would love to connect with you. So my name is Kelsey Lowe and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. You guys, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hope you guys have a good one.